Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk AM 1150. Great show as usual today. Great to be here. What a fine day to take your dog for a walk. It's getting nice and getting warmer out, which of course makes me think about hot dogs in cars. So keep that on your radar if it's starting to get warm where you live uh, to not leave your dog in the car if it's sunny out because they can get too hot very quickly. Otherwise, though, great day to take your dog for a walk. And um, nice to see you as always, Eric. Good to see you, Julie. And uh, definitely a great day to take the dog for a walk. It is Earth Day after all, so might as well get out there on the earth and enjoy it. Enjoy nature (laughs) with your dog, absolutely. And be sure and curb those puppies, too. Curb them? Yes, you know, clean up the... Oh, mess yeah. as you don't want to be leaving that for other people. You know what? I'm glad you said you read my mind. I didn't even know it was. I mean, I was thinking about this actually earlier in the week. Like I should talk about this because there's a park up the street from our house that I walk the dogs up to all the time. And when they poop, I pick it up and there's trash cans all over mm-hmm. the place. Real, you know, real easy, whatever. And uh, I find myself on a somewhat regular basis, picking up other dogs' poop because <laughs> I don't want to step in it and I don't want my dogs yeah. to step in it. But it's like, people, right? pick up your dog's <laughs> poop. It's not that hard. It's not that hard, and it's, it, is, it is actually kind of a big deal. It is, especially if you ever step in it by yeah, accident. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, no fun. Sanitary, I mean, otherwise. And there's kids that use the park. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I did a great interview years ago with um, Janet Gear with Puget Sound Starts Here campaign. Mm -hmm. And they did that dog doogity, no doubt, (laughs) uh, thing about uh, protecting the water and how one of the big culprits for that is, in fact, dog poop. Yeah. That was a really fun interview. She was great. You can look that up in our archives if you're inspired to. We have over 300, I think it's 320. Last week was 320 episodes archived on our website, dogradioshow.com. You can find them all archived on iTunes or available on iTunes as a free audio podcast. And, um, so there's lots of great ways to listen if you can't catch us live here on Alternative Talk AM 1150. So I have um, a couple of announcements. One is that uh, related to our show partners, the Natural Pet Pantry, um, raw and cooked food for dogs and cats, they are celebrating their one-year anniversary of their Kirkland store, which is where... Um, we had our 300th episode party mm-hmm. and uh, where I... Beautiful location. It is. It's yeah. a lovely store um, and they've been there for a year. So this Saturday actually is the party, Saturday, April 25th. And um, you can call to reserve your spot, 425 They're going to be offering free animal massage, animal communicators. Motley Zoo will be there, Old Dog Haven, discounts, gift baskets, and more. Um, So definitely check that out. It's a really wonderful location, and their food is excellent, both for dogs and cats. The Natural Pet Pantry in Kirkland. You can go to their website to get the address, naturalpetpantry.com. 
raw and cooked food for dogs and cats, celebrating their one-year anniversary at their Kirkland store. And then Pure Air Odor Eliminator is um, a great product for any household odors, um, both in the air and on surfaces. You can put it in your laundry. It's, um, you know, carpets, whatever. It's great. Anything you can put water on, you can use Pure Air. And, of course, air is spelled A-Y-R-E. Pure Air is on sale at PCC through the month of May. So heads up about that. You can um, always get it at the pureairstore.com. Um, but if you shop at PCC here locally, it is on sale through the month of May. So heads up about that too. So um, just want to say before we take a break and before we bring our guest on um, that I had an exciting event this weekend. Um, so I haven't really talked about it that much. I think I men- I've mentioned it a couple times on the show, but I haven't talked about it really much at all. Um, I wrote a book and I have been working on it for the last two years and it um, I just made the first printed copies of it 20 copies that I picked up at the printer on uh, Sunday morning and I have a group of um, selected readers who are going to read it and give me feedback and I've wanted to write a book for a long time and before I even knew what I wanted to write about I knew I just kind of wanted to write a book I mean I've written for a long time articles and columns and stuff like that but so to have it printed that's a it's a daunting task to finish a whole book it, i mean that a lot of people say i want to write a book i've got lots to say but very few people actually sit down and go to all that effort so two years congrats thank you researching writing and living it and i'll tell you what it's about i'm still trying to kind of working on talking about it Um, But, you know, over the last 12 years, I've been working with people on how to, you know, in my private lessons that I do in the greater Seattle area, um, how to ultimately how to communicate with their dogs, whether it be in in obedience training or otherwise, but really talking about how to effectively communicate with your dog. And over at least over 90 percent of my clients over the years have been women. And I've noticed, or I guess I've gotten a particular sensitivity to the challenges that a lot of women um, experience when I'm coaching them on oftentimes the conversation, not all the time, but oftentimes the conversation is about, you know, being a, a large, like a larger presence, being maybe a little more assertive with, with what you're asking for. Also, in working with dogs, because dogs are nonverbal, really being aware of our bodies and our posture. Posture is a big deal. There's a lot going on with posture internally and I mean, kind of internally, especially. And there's even, you know, studies that are done about it and all that stuff. So um, our culture and how women are raised still today, even though we've made a lot of progress, but, you know, to not not be too much, not be too loud, all that kind of stuff. And um, as I said, our relationship with our bodies, which is a big one too. So it, I talk about a lot of really big topics that um, working with dogs and the conversation of working with dogs bring an opportunity to, to talk about. So I wrote a book about it. And I also, there's also a lot of personal experience in there, um, both, you know, present and past for me and um, it's really exciting. There's nothing, and when I say nothing, I mean nothing, 
out there like it, even remotely. So um, I'm really excited to have people read it. And that is starting tomorrow. I'll be handing it out to readers. So it's a big deal. So you'll be hearing me talking about my book, which is untitled at this point. Uh, More and more as time goes on, my next step is to choose a publisher and get her on the shelves. So... (laughs) But very exciting. You know, when I was walking out of Costco with a box of 20 spiral-bound manuscripts, I thought this is the closest thing I think that I've felt to holding a new baby that I ever have because I've not had human children. I've, I have dogs. I've not ever given birth. But I'll tell you, holding the book that I spent the last two years writing was, I was like, I think this is probably reminiscent of what women feel when they've just created something um, really massive. Hopefully less painful, though. <laughs> when <laughs> picking it up at Costco. <laughs> certainly, certainly. And I, I say reminiscent because I, you know, I liken it to it, but right. um, certainly appreciate the difference. So, yeah, so that's cool. So stay tuned. I'll be certainly talking more about that as... Uh, publishing gets closer and closer and you'll find out about how to get it and all that good stuff. So um, how cool is it that it's Earth Day? Mm-hmm. And my guest today is Leah Espy and um, she works with Young Living Oils. And I met Leah at the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show, which was in March of this year, as it, as it is every year. And I was walking through and saw a banner at a booth that was already set up, Young Living, and I and I gasped and was so excited because we love Young Living oils and have them in our house already and use them for ourselves and that you were there um, promoting how they can be applied for use with dogs to help dogs and, and animals and other animals. So We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Leah Espy with Young Living Oils about how they can help your dog and and other pets as well, and how cool is that that it's Earth Day for this topic. And so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Dog Dookie D, no doubt. Uh. Play on, Puget. Play on, Puget. Your dog dropped the deuce. Doggy hit down, good dog. Baby got a walking through Sea Town. And all around the Puget Sound, cover much ground. She ain't a hound from the town. In the rain, it's a good day. Each and every day, the Northwest way. The girl and the dog, they were fine. Wow. Until they left for duty, it has a cry. East side to the west side. The Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different protein options to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their two stores in Burien and Kirkland, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your door. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. I'm Julie Forbes, and my first choice for my pet's food is the Natural Pet Pantry. It's the educated choice. 
This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, April 26th, it's an encore presentation of Animal World. Listen in to hear Jude and Paul Potton from Whispering Dragon work their harmonic and energy-shifting magic in remote sessions with callers from around the world. With callers from Germany, North Carolina, Oregon, and Washington, they work with animals, humans, and clearing spaces. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Pure Air's powerful formula lets you eliminate pet odors safely. It's strong enough to effectively get rid of smells like urine, plus stronger odors like those that can be caused by illness. Pure Air is safe enough to spray directly onto people, animals, or use in the bath or laundry. Pure Air is perfect for dealing with dire situations, refreshing your dog between baths, or just before company comes. Pure Air is the most effective product you can buy to remove stinky pet odors safely. Find it at stores like Mud Bay, McClendon's, and Natural Pet Pantry, or visit their website, pureair.com. That's pure, A-Y-R-E, dot com. I'm Julie Forbes, host of The Dog Show. Pure Air is the only odor eliminator you'll find in my home. You'll love it. No other station brings you this much variety. Welcome to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. We got to bag it up, that's for sure. Don't forget to pick up your dog's poop. <laughs> As I was mentioning in the first part of the show, I was uh, remembering an interview I did with Janet Gear with the Puget Sound Starts Here campaign, and we were talking about how important it is to pick up dog poop for a number of reasons, one of those being in the interview the focus was um, the water. Yeah, water quality. Yeah. But also because nobody wants to step in dog poop. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Absolutely. So I was talking about picking it up. Um, and, you know, when you see dog poop that hasn't been picked up, Go ahead and pick it up. You know, it's going to it's going to be good good vibes for you. So, good karma, right? Yeah. So, uh in the booth with us today, I have Leah Espy, who is an independent distributor with Young Living Oils. Leah, welcome to the dog show. Thank you. So, we met at the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show and I was so excited to see that Young Living was there. It was the first year that I'm aware of, um, and I've been going for the past six years, that um, anyone from Young Living was there. So will you tell us... Now, first of all, let me just say, we love, Darcy and I love Young Living oils. We've been using them for ourselves for years. They're essential Mm -hmm. oils. So the, the fact that this is Young Living, that... I have an independent distributor of Young Living Oils representing the world of essential oils is not a coincidence. Mm. I really do believe that these are the best. I love them. They're great. Um, So I was already there with this. Mm -hmm. So so Leah and I connected at the show, and then we scheduled this interview. And so I'm looking forward to learning more myself and then also just having you share with listeners – about the value of essential oils and specifically Young Living. So will you just introduce us to the world of 
essential oils and specifically Young Living and what sets Young Living apart from other essential oils? Because there's certainly plenty of other brands out there. Absolutely. Yes. Um, a lot of people, I think, think that of essential oils as a new fad that's kind of come out recently because it is gaining in popularity. A lot of people are starting to be aware of them. But they've been around for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, from ancient manuscripts, Bible, all kinds, every ancient civilization and culture used essential oils and herbs for their natural healing. Mm-hmm. That's just the truth. I think now people are becoming more interested in finding alternative solutions. Mm-hmm. They're becoming more aware of the things they're putting in and on their bodies, mm-hmm. and they're wanting to find something that that is free of chemicals and that can be less harmful for them and their, their family. Mm-hmm. And so um, essential oils, actually, a lot of people don't realize that they're more than just having a scent or a fragrance. Because that's what a lot of people think about is like, right. oh, essential oil because of how it smells. Right. I mean, you're, you're used to having candles and other kind of plug-in items that have a fragrance in them, but those just have a fragrance they don't have a therapeutic quality to them because they're not pure and natural. Got it. Yeah. So that's going to be your main difference is really in the purity of them. So essential oil does not equal therapeutic. Absolutely not. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. So what does then equal therapeutic quality? So really, there is so much that goes into if you if you're a gardener or anything and you've grown things, you know that so many elements can actually um, they can make a difference in the quality that you produce. So from even choosing the seed to the soil conditions, the climate, the altitude, all of these things, whether you use agrochemicals and pesticides on them, and then the conditions they're grown in, when they're harvested, all of these things can have an effect on the quality of the product that you get at the end. And so all of that is a very complex nature in trying to balance an essential oil and try to maintain the therapeutic qualities that they have. And each essential oil is going to be made up or comprised of many different constituents. They're going to have different ones depending on what the oil is and what plant it comes from. So a pure essential oil of peppermint, for example, is going to come straight from the peppermint plant. It's going to be harvested. It's going to be distilled in a very um, low temperature and low pressure setting. Now you're talking about Young Living specifically? Yes. Okay. Ideally. So to have a pure one, though, like Young Living does choose to make sure that their purity is of the highest standards. And so when they distill them, They use low temperature and low pressure because that temperature or pressure can actually destroy some of those therapeutic qualities. Um, They go to extensive lengths to make sure that there's um, no synthetics added to them, which if you look on most shelves in most stores, you're going to find more of what they consider a fragrance grade. Mm. Um, Even some organic brands, you just have to be... uh, you just have to do some research because really, truly, there's very little regulation out there on maintaining, you know, purity. It can say pure. The word pure really doesn't mean purity. Mm. Sounds like pet food. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, and pretty much everything else. Yeah. Um, so, so what are the grades of essential oils that are established? Well, the fragrance grade is what you're going to be most, what most people are going to be familiar with. That's the most common. Okay. And then there can be an organic grade. And then to have 
like a therapeutic grade is going to be one that maintains the purity and has the medicinal properties that the the oil has in the plant. Okay. Because that's what the oil is. It's the defense mechanism in the plant. It's been removed and distilled so that we can have that same defense mechanism for our bodies. So very interesting, and this is not something that um, that I have much background in. Mm-hmm. Not, I have a degree in animal science, so I can relate to conversations about, you know, somewhat sure. to when I'm talking with um, experts and doctors about uh, physiological processes and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Plants, not as much, but I can certainly appreciate... Um, what did you what did you call it prop something properties the 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 therapeutic properties or the, the, the medicinal he, properties yeah or? like that are within the plant the that constituents those, that yeah that those are also in the oils as well right and so then then I was kind of like well what are those yeah. in the plant yeah you know and it has that been identified sure. studied what is it about those those things within the plant that then help animals. Well, if you look, um, you can look at different oils, but like some might be high in menthol, for example, like peppermint. Okay. Um, And menthol is just one particular constituent that's going to have certain properties that are going to aid in certain needs that we might have. Um, Another one would be like terpenes, the monoterpenes and the sesquiterpenes. Those are going to be high and found in things like cedarwood and frankincense Mm. and other oils like that. And so depending on what the different constituents are and the percentages that they are within the range that's considered therapeutic in each particular oil, that's going to be what lends itself to having which health properties that they could could benefit yeah. us. So one thing that I was thinking about when you were talking about all of the factors that go into, um, you know, like if someone's a gardener, or, you know, grows anything that they mm-hmm. know that from the the soil, the quality of the soil, to even the seeds that they choose, to the environment, mm-hmm. to, you know, water, blah, 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 all those things, right? Pollution, right. environmental toxins, all those yes. things. Um, ultimately, what we're talking about is the, from from what I thought of anyway, as I was listening to you, is the what sort of like what's the the vitality of the plant mm. the how strong of of an individual of whatever it is mm-hmm. is it going to be how healthy how how vital mm-hmm. and that just like people right sure <laughs> what we eat mm-hmm. our you know stress levels even which Absolutely. i know is true for plants as well um so to start with you know, oh yeah, like I made a, an essential oil and it's it's totally pure, but it's made from you know sick plants. Right. It's like, well, yeah. I don't really want to. <laughs> you know, that's not going to be. It's not going to have the same impact. So right. I can really appreciate just as I was listening to you, because doesn't Young Living have their own farm? They have nine farms currently, yeah. but they have some um, partner and co-op farms as well. But all of them hold to the same stringent guidelines for mm-hmm. producing what they call their seed to seal guarantee. And Young Living is the only company that has that guarantee and owns some of their own farms and has that cooperative partnership with the farms around Mm -hmm. the world. So Mm -hmm. they have several in the United States and then others overseas. And they absolutely, you know, check for the purity of every batch that comes through. They do third-party testing. 
And they actually only bottle, I've heard, like 28% of what they produce. Mm. And the rest they use as natural herbicides on their own farms because Mm. they're only going to bottle that, which is absolutely pure and effective. So when we talk about using, um, you know, so now, you know, the the end product are these bottles of various different oils that they have, Mm -hmm. pure oils and blends of different pure oils and that you can you know, used to help with a number of different things. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty much anything you could imagine, right? right. It's really, uh, I mean, I've learned a lot over the last several years about essential oils specifically because I was connected with a, a different independent distributor like yourself who was my acupuncturist. And um, there, there's, I mean... There's something to them for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're they're very effective. And one of the things that you talked about, and I'd love to hear more about this, is, well, like you said earlier, like it's not about just the, it's not the scent. It's it's mm-hmm. how, how they can help on a cellular level. Right. So will you talk a little bit more about what you mean about that? Sure. Um, they are very... Um, Tiny, tiny, and so one, but very potent at the same at the same time. And so there's tons of molecules. I think one drop of essential oil has forty million trillion molecules in it. Oh, so that's a whole lot. I don't even know what that means. It covers your body like forty thousand times over, basically. I mean, that's how potent they are. Mm. Um, Which is something as we shift the conversation towards how to use them with animals. Absolutely. Is a really big consideration and making sure that they're diluted properly. Yes, absolutely. And so they work, though, on a very very basic cellular level. They can help to send oxygen and nutrients to the cells. They can also help clean the receptor sites, which that's key to that vitality of our cells working properly and having good health Mm -hmm. is to have those clean receptor sites. Um, They're actually one of the very few things small enough to cross the blood brain barrier. So that's Mm -hmm. very key for affecting a lot of um, just neurological needs and emotions and things along those lines. So they are very, they're very small, but very potent, powerful Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so there's <clears throat> all these different kinds, and I actually look forward to learning more mm-hmm. about them because I just, I was telling you about how I bruised my finger, <laughs> like pretty badly, like it bruised the bone. I think I'm glad it's not broken. But I was like, oh, I wish I knew which oil. And we have the desk reference at our house too, yeah. so I, I sh- could have just looked it up. <laughs> um but didn't, you know, because I was probably in the middle of something. Yeah. But it came, that was one of the first things that came to mind is that, and then we have a, a Young Living product called Deep Relief that I just grabbed because it was on my nightstand and yeah. just like rubbed it in there and then iced it. But I was like, oh, what's, you know, what's good for bruising and yeah. for helping the tissue repair itself and, right. you know, all that good stuff. So there's so many different um, different applications for it. Now, I want to go into dogs, yes. but... um. If somebody is like essential oils, young living, oh my gosh, I want to learn more about this. I've never heard of them. What do you recommend? Can they get in touch with you or otherwise? What do you recommend to help people if they're hearing this show and they're really inspired to start? Maybe they're using a different brand and they didn't had no idea about the difference in quality or, right. you know, wanted to, didn't know that they could use it on their dog or their horse or whatever. Right. What do you recommend? 
Well, if they have a friend that they know that already is an independent member or distributor of Young Living that's shared with them, then they should definitely contact them, let them follow up and and be connected with them. Um, But if they don't know of anyone, then they definitely, I would love to help them kind of navigate that Mm -hmm. because it is a large learning curve. That's, you know, it is... um, they needed to be treated with respect, just as you would medicine. Yes. So, you know, we are very passionate about education. We have a very strong uh, Facebook group that we use for helping to just share testimonies and information about how we've used the oils and mm-hmm. just safety information that comes from Young Living. And so we're passionate about that. We teach classes here locally as well, but um, definitely contacting me if they need help getting plugged in. And there is actually a great um, Facebook group specifically for using Young Living essential oils with their with their pets. Okay. So animals of any kind. But And how would people contact you? So they can email me. They can find me through email. What's your email? My email is essentially Leah, and my name is L-E-A-H, so. Okay. At? At gmail.com. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> essentially Leah mm-hmm. at gmail.com is how you can get in touch with our guest today, yes. and that's L-E-A-H. Okay, so about dogs. Yes. Um. So how... Now, I know one thing was that we mentioned a little bit was the potency thing. And I just Mm -hmm. wanted to point that out again, whether we're talking about humans or dogs or anything, is that these oils are to be respected. Yes. And that it's not just like, oh, it's just an oil. I'll just... Slather myself. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They are potent. That's kind of the point. Yeah. So, you know, you got to know what you're doing and make sure that you get educated. You can get hooked up with an independent distributor you can get in touch with Leo. Just gave out her email address if you don't know anybody and you want to get in touch with someone through um, who's independent um, with Young Living. Um, but so for dogs, that was one of the things, making sure that they're diluted and some of the products come already diluted. But what are some of the the products that they have and and common applications that people use these Young Living oils for their pets? Well, diffusing the oils is one of the easiest way to introduce the oils to your pet. And what do you mean by diffusing? Because I actually, we, we have a diffuser, mm-hmm. but I didn't know about those until mm-hmm. my wife got one. So, yeah. which was like, I don't know, two years ago. Yeah. So what do you mean even by diffusing oils? What does that mean? So it's important to get an ultrasonic diffuser, one that does not have a heating element in it, because again, you don't want to heat the oils. Right. You want to maintain that the molecular structure of them. So we're not talking about a scent fragrance diffuser. No warmers, nothing like right. that. Right. We're talking specifically. Okay. Yep. And you can find those on Amazon. You can, um, but Young Living has some that if you decide to start with a kit of oils, then so that you can have a selection to choose from, mm-hmm. they do have some fabulous um, diffusers as well. But diffusing is a great way to just disperse the oils into the air. Uh, so that the aromatic qualities can be used and benefited by everyone in the room or the vicinity. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to use them, especially for emotional needs, um, mm-hmm. things along those lines, but even uh, for focus and concentration and, and things for that as well. Mm-hmm. And there's um, and they have all these different, we have like purification. And- yes thieves mm-hmm. and all these other ones and they really they have, they smell so good also yes um 
you the the smell of the oils and I remember when I was talking to you at the dog show which mm-hmm. is saying something because it's a dog show right mm-hmm. and I, I and I was like oh I totally got because of course you've got them all over you right because mm-hmm. you're like <laughs> yes. all about young living uh. and um, my association with um, my acupuncturist because his office just reeked of them and but it was so it was such like you could almost tell that it was therapeutic because I had mm-hmm. such a positive response to the scent yeah. um, okay so diffuser is one way yeah what about what else so you can also put a drop of the oil in your palm and kind of rub your palms together and then just kind of offer it to the dog as well to just let them smell, taking it slowly, kind of taking and following their cues to see how they respond. Because just like people, they're going to have their own preferences. They're going to have certain oils that they like the scent of and others that they really don't. So you have to kind of keep that in mind and take it slowly as well for them. Yeah. So that's important, too, not just being like, hey, come here, and then, you know, this is good for you, and just putting a bunch of a scent, especially as a dog, right? Because sense of of smell is their primary sense. Mm -hmm. Levi, our male cattle dog, hates the smell of peppermint. Mm. And um, I may have made a mistake by, put I I diluted it, but I put, um, I didn't test it with him first. Mm -hmm. This was a few years ago. Yeah. Um, Because I use peppermint all the time. It's great for, um, like, if you have an upset stomach. Yeah. Put it in a capsule, swallow, like, five or six drops of it. Yep. So good. Yes. So, anyway, um, but when we were, we had a flea infestation a few years ago, and it was just like, we have five dogs, so it was just a really bad year for fleas, and we were doing all this other stuff, you know, around the house. But I was like, oh, you know, mint oil Mm -hmm. might be great to try for him and he was like you know offended (laughs) (laughs) and now every time I open the bottle he's like if he gets a whiff of it he takes off so really important because this was something that I didn't think to do in my expertise is in training and behavior so you know with my own dogs is to is to like you said, put a drop in your palms and just sort of offer it at a distance and mm-hmm. let your dog tell you if they like it or not, right? Yeah. Or see if they need to get used to it. Right. So in talking about how to introduce oils to your pet, is that generally kind of the first step would be like, hey, what do you think of this? Yeah. Check yeah. it out. Check it out. Let them have, see how they Have you noticed that respond. a dog might be a little standoffish at first, but then get used to it? Or is it usually like, uh, nope, don't like that one, or yep, like that one? I think I've seen and heard both. I, I okay. know that my dog, for example, uh, we have a Great Dane, and uh, she doesn't like a lot of the scents. She's very, very opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> but she has a couple that when I offer them to her, she starts licking the air. So I know that's a more positive response that she's showing that she's not as deterred by it, you know, as some yeah. of the others. But um, but it's been a more slow introduction because she was a rescue dog. And so I don't know all of her past and how she was treated with certain, you know, things. I know she doesn't like spray things being sprayed on her, for example. Mm-hmm. So when I do the bug spray, I can't spray it on her. Mm-hmm. I have to apply it, you know, by petting her mm-hmm. or by in her um the shampoo that we make for her out of the essential oils. So, mm-hmm. so and um, you know, she also smells them on you. So Absolutely. that's kind of nice for her to get yes. get used to them that way as well. So you said that there's now there's um, certain blends for to help with wounds and mm-hmm. cleansing. There's certain blends to help with um, 
bugs, like you said. Um, There's shampoos, there's ointments. Um, So let's talk about the specific specific ones for dogs. Okay. So there's the three, four, um, like, Wound wounds, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of first aid, kind of. Yeah. Pure, clean, infect away, and mend well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's part of our animal sense collection, which is specifically made for any animal, mm-hmm. um, and you just dilute it accordingly. Some people use it on their horses, all the way down to you know the smallest of animals. I was reading somebody using it with their fish, even. So, oh wow. Um, yeah. So you have to be you know, cautious in that respect according to weight. But that that set is geared specifically for use with animals. Okay. Um, and those three particularly are fantastic. Now, Young Living has so many oils and so many of the ones that you can use on yourself, you can also use on your pet, like lavender, for example. Um, when our dog, she was... I don't know what she had run into and she had kind of like a a scratch that was kind of red and swollen Mm -hmm. on her underside and I found it. And so I applied lavender and frankincense. Mm -hmm. Those were the two that, that I know I've used on my own children when they fall and scrape their knees Mm -hmm. and they've, you know, been very effective. So I apply those diluted to her and they were within a couple of days it was healed and gone. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I remember Robert was always like lavender, lavender for (laughs) any like skin. Yes. Um, burn. Yeah. I always put peppermint on the burns, which actually I think really helped. And cool it down. Cool them down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he was always like lavender first, lavender first. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So, and then, so there's, uh, and so there's, you said, talk about this animal kit. Yeah. So then there's a, uh, let's see, repel, what is it? Repel Repel aroma. aroma. Mm -hmm. Which is like a bug repellent. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a spray? No, it's it's an oil blend. Okay. It has Palo Santo in it, which is one of the, the it's a fantastic oil for just getting rid of pests and bugs. Hmm. Um, it comes from Ecuador. I actually saw it there growing in, in their Ecuadorian farm there, but um, it's fantastic for that. But Repel Aroma and then... Paragize. Paragize, great for parasites, for digestive issues, anything digestive. So that was, I think we were talking on the, um, before the interview about how that is really good for digestive health. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then this one I was really interested in trying with some of my clients for training and behavior because it helps animals move past emotional blocks. Yes. Tea away. Uh-huh. You can diffuse it. You said drop it behind each ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also on the, the, the top of the, their head is great for... Um, any kind of emotional needs that you're trying to support. Um, And that TOA has the blue tansy in it, which is fantastic for helping to release negative emotions. Mm. Um, And then frankincense, which is a very uplifting and mood boosting oil, as Mm. well as being very helpful for boosting immunity. It's also good for the emotions as well. So TOA is a very power packed oil for calming dogs. If they're nervous, they get, um, you know, stressed in certain situations, if they don't like thunderstorms, mm. things like that, that could be very helpful. Seems like diffusing would be a really nice, so that it's just sort yes. of a prolonged exposure. Yes. And a great thing for if there's, a, you know, going through a transition, you've just moved, or if mm-hmm. your, you know, family's going through a, 
divorce sure. or new baby yeah. or right anything Absolutely. where the dog's like what's going on mm-hmm. can help with that um you also said bottoms of paws as a way to mm-hmm. yeah so some there's some different schools of thought on the bottom of the paw some think that it's kind of impenetrable just because it's so thick and you know the dogs don't typically get sick and they step in all kinds of stuff right um, but then others think that it's porous and they say that it's a very you know helpful place to apply the oils um, definitely want to dilute it there no matter what mm-hmm. but a lot of people also use the petting technique too so they'll just have the oils in their hands and rub it together and then just pet down their back mm-hmm. um, you know rubbing it especially because that can be very soothing as well anyway, just when you're applying right. it if yeah. you're doing some sort of a massage technique yeah it helps them to feel more relaxed and calm about trying something new yeah um okay and so that's the animal kit mm-hmm. um that young living actually puts together specifically for use with pets so again if somebody wants to get the animal kit how would they go about doing that so you can purchase anything retail from young living but you're going to pay a lot more money. And is that like just youngliving.com? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to pay full price for it. Uh-huh. Uh, Young Living is fantastic because they have um, an independent membership, which is, I always liken it to a Costco membership or something we're familiar with, Yep. where you can just go and purchase a discount by being a member. And there's no strings attached with Young Living. There's not a yearly membership fee. There's no future requirements for purchase, but you do get to purchase at 24% off. And so the fantastic part about that is that you're just always a member lifetime once you make that initial kit purchase. And so there's a few different options for what they consider a starter kit. Mm -hmm. And all of those would include your membership with them. Mm -hmm. So you can visit that, like I said, with youngliving.com. But you want to make sure that you do either find, you know, if you have a friend that's using Young Living already, mm-hmm. that you ask for their member number so that you can put them in as your sponsor and enroller. And if not, you know, contact me because it you want to make sure you are in a group that is very supportive and helpful with education yeah. because that's very important for that learning curve. Yes. Okay. And your um your email is essentially Leah at gmail dot com. Yes. And that's Leah spelled L-E-A-H, essentially Leah at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with Leah if you don't already have a friend or family member who's an independent distributor or member. Yeah, same thing. Okay, same thing. Okay, cool. Well, there's so much to know about about this. I, like I said, I mean, in my own life, I'm like, Oh, we're already super jazzed about Young Living. We have their oils in our house already. Mm-hmm. And then there's times when I'll be like, oh, I wish I knew. And then, I'll, you know, <laughs> I just, you know, the moment passes and I get distracted. Um, but I do value these oils so much and have used them for years. And um, I'm really excited that they are uh, supporting people in, you know, learning how to use them with their pets too, because why not? You know, they work so well for people and, and, um, you know, certainly animals, there's no reason why they wouldn't work for animals too. It's just important, like with everything, and this is true for the human aspect of it to really take the time to get educated about proper use. Um, Mm -hmm. if it's for your animal, proper dilution, yes, uh, making sure that it's appropriate because they are potent. It's not just a free for all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just getting educated. So you're grabbing, there's this big, heavy um, reference book. Yeah. What is it called? 
The animal desk reference, essential oils for animals. So that is if somebody wanted to get what they need to know about essential oils for animals, Mm -hmm. that's the one that you would have them get. Yep. It's called the Animal Desk Reference, Essential Oils for Animals, and it's written by... Melissa Shelton, DVM. Okay. Melissa Shelton, who's a holistic vet, and um, can... Uh, through Young Living or through Amazon? Amazon. Or? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Animal Desk Reference. Very cool. Um, great. So let's see. We talked about the specific, we talked about the animal kit. We talked about what um, separates Young Living as a brand from other brands of essential oils because they are not all created equal. Mm-hmm. Um, the seed to seal guarantee, how essential oils work. Uh, some examples of how oils can be used and that it's that there is a difference between the scent of lavender versus a pure lavender oil, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else, Leah, that you can that you'd like to talk about? I think it's just important to um, to realize that you know the the animal collection I do is a fantastic collection to own. It is quite pricey. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people kind of shy away from it because of that. So you can easily get started with a kit of oils that can be used for your family and your pets, mm-hmm. the same ones. Mm-hmm. And that's a great way to get started because then you get a selection of oils because like I mentioned, some are going to be deterred by certain scents. And with within that kit, you're going to have several that could be useful for skin conditions. In the current kit, it has melaleuca, which is tea tree oil. It has frankincense and lavender, which are all great for skin abrasions and things of that nature, Mm -hmm. um, healing. So you have different ones to try and see which ones your body and your pet's body will respond to as well. Right. So there's other ways to get introduced to Young Living Oils or even Young Living Oils for your pet where you can kind of combo it up and get ones that you can use as well. Yes, because the diffuser can be useful for, you know, I'll, I can diffuse something that's like purification that I know is going to help kill off or deter pests in our home during flea season, but it also just makes the home smell better. It helps kill germs in the air. Mm-hmm. So with my young children, you know, I don't have to worry about the germs being passed around as much. So they have multi-purposes that you can use, which is really the coolest thing, I think. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, mm. thank you so much for your time today and for Absolutely. sharing what you know about the fabulous Young Living Essential Oils. Again, you can reach Leah if you don't already have a connection through another independent distributor with Young Living and you want to order some oils or get some education or both. Um, she's happy to talk with you, excited to talk with you and educate you about Young Living Oils and again, Leah's email is essentially Leah, L-E-A-H, at gmail.com. Uh, so thanks again for your time today. And you. uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with uh, some information uh, that I want to share with you about common puppy behaviors that are fairly easily addressed. And then a couple announcements. We'll be, we'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. I can feel you healing Oh. 
Wish your dog didn't hate going to the vet. Wish you were welcomed by a team who cared. Jet City Animal Clinic is an enjoyable respite from the same old thing. Dr. Anderson and her team have created a full-service facility that combines veterinary expertise with a comfortable style. Jet City Animal Clinic is located in Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood on 12th Avenue across from Seattle U. Bring your crazy questions, odd ideas, and alternative thinking. Jet City Animal Clinic will work with you to keep your furry family members healthy and happy. Traditionally educated with an open mind, call us at 206-329-0253 or email info at jetcityanimalclinic.com to make an appointment. Jet City Animal Clinic, a unique approach to the health care of your urban pet, a local family practice, jetcityanimalclinic.com. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior training and nutrition specialist, www.sensitivedog.com. Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair discusses issues that are important to you, like good health and well-being, finding a new job and building your business, overcoming life's big challenges and making sense out of chaos, and living with passion and joy. Join us Mondays at noon Pacific for Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. See conversationslive.net for show schedule and guest information. Hey, dog show fans. Does something stink in your home or car? Pure Air is a powerful odor eliminator that is the only natural food-grade product in its category. It works on bedding, kennels, litter boxes, urine, vomit, poop, even skunk spray. You know, all the fun smells our pets bring into our home. It's so non-toxic that you can literally eat it, a requirement for our home and our dogs. Spray Pure Air on anything you can put water on and let your nose watch the odor disappear. Ask for Pure Air in stores that specialize in natural, non-toxic products for home. Or visit DogRadioShow.com for a link to their website. I'm Julie Forbes, your host of The Dog Show. Pure Air is the only odor eliminator you'll find in my home. You'll love it. The search is over. You found the station that's not afraid to be different. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Great to talk with Leah Espy in the last segment about the fabulous Young Living Essential Oils. We love them. We've had them in our home for years, and I met Leah at the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show this year, and I was like, Young Living! And by the way, the studio smells fantastic Doesn't now. Doesn't it? I know. <laughs> After her being in here. So. <laughs> I know it. She's got them all over, so she's... Uh, we could have her come in every week. <laughs> she's a walking advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, if you missed any part of this episode, or any of our last 320-plus shows... You can find them all archived online. You can go to our website, dogradioshow.com, and go to the podcast page. While you're on that website, on the homepage, you can check out the um, TV spot that I was in that aired on A&E Network last fall. 
uh, with uh, the radio show and my Subaru. It was a, a bit that was sponsored by Subaru um, on A&E called Everyday Originals, and it um, highlighted me and the work that I do with people and their dogs in private lessons and also um, me in the booth. And uh, that was really fun. So you can see that, too, on our website, dogradioshow.com. You can also find all of our episodes as a free audio podcast on iTunes. And I also post them to our Facebook page. Just search for The Dog Show with Julie Forbes, and you can listen to us there as well. Um, So Natural Pet Pantry celebrating the one-year anniversary of their Kirkland store this Saturday. Uh, I believe it's at 4 p.m., but you want to call the store and reserve your spot if you would like to attend. Um, Naturalpetpantry.com is their website. Uh, You can find the address of their Kirkland location. It's uh, in the same shopping center as the PCC. And um, the phone number that you can call to reserve your spot is 425-739-4738. And uh, whether you attend or not, I want to... Extend my congratulations to that wonderful company. Uh, we've been, they've been a, a partner of the show since pretty much we started over uh, six years ago, and their food is excellent. Raw and cooked food for dogs and cats. And a reminder that Pure Air Odor Eliminator is on sale at PCC through the month of May. So check that out, too. If you live locally, you can uh, find it at PCC. So I just wanted to say a couple um common puppy behaviors that I clarify for people a lot. Um, One is uh, mouthing. So if you're puppy or I guess if you're adult dog too, but I mostly come across this with puppies, you know, it's really common for puppies to like bite your hand, not like biting aggressively, but they just put everything in their mouth. So mouthing, 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 and those little puppy teeth are so sharp. So many people grab the dog's like snout and hold it shut. And I have just really never found that to work. What I have found to work is if you just quickly reach your thumb into their mouth and just press their tongue down for a second. And it's like, gosh, that's what my hand does when you mouth it. And the dog's like, woo, okay, well, if that's what happens when I put my teeth on your hand, then I will think before I do that again. And then, of course, redirecting, giving them a stuffed toy or a chew because the mouth is going to have to go onto something. So we want to make sure that you are providing them an, out with, an outlet with that. Um, so I'll definitely follow up with this conversation since we ran out of time today. I'll uh, share some more puppy experience in another show. Uh, but there's a tip on uh, puppy mouthing anyway. So so, uh, yeah, get out there. Take your dog for a nice long walk today, at least in Seattle. It's a beautiful evening. I hope it's nice wherever you're listening from. And if you'd like a dog show car sticker, just send me an email, host at dogradioshow.com, and I'm happy to send you as many as you want. You just need to send me your uh, mailing address and tell me how many you want, and I'll be happy to get them out to you. I've sent them all over the world even now. So uh, wherever you're listening from, feel free to get in touch. Host at dogradioshow.com. We'll be back next Wednesday live from 2 to 3 p.m. Thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. 